Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill. Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above. Oh, I'm going to a city. Hello, everybody. God bless you today. This is Susan Puzio, and I want to welcome you to the prophetic news as it gets more prophetic by the day, by the hour, by the minute, as we see the end drawing near. And come quickly, Lord Jesus. So, we have our YouTube channel. Don't forget, Susan Puzio, Prophetic News TV. And sometimes people say, oh... Why do you post this and why do you post that? I, I post videos mainly because, and I do a lot of posting about tele-evangelists. And the reason I do that, the main reason is I want to see Christian television become Christian. <laughs> you say, wow, yeah. I, I would like to see Christian television be really Christian. So you have to root out and tear down all the con artistry that's going on and all the scamming that's going on and try to bring back real solid Bible teachers maybe and solid gospel. Although I think many of these people in the end are going to follow the Antichrist and they're just going to go right along with the New World Order. So... Prophetic News TV is there. Also, we have a smaller channel, Greedy Preachers TV. My website, propheticnews.com. And my uh, two books, very important books, on Amazon, Seed Faith, Can a Man Bribe God? And Paula White, President Trump's Pastor. Believe it or not, it's it's really true, and it's still true. So I'm going to ask my guest today, Jackie Alnor, is with us in the house. Here I am. Hi, Jackie. Nice to see your house. Beautiful place. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jackie's in the house via... I don't know how they do this exactly, how they get this communication going from one state to the other, but it's amazing, isn't it? It's a miracle. <laughs> yeah, it really is. That, uh, and and the, another great thing is I don't have to travel anymore 
to do ministry. I, I can just do it from the comfort of home. And I love that a lot because most of the time I was on these uh, coach, air, air <laughs> going coach like to South Africa. It was cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> oh, you didn't like South Africa. No, I like South Africa. I didn't like going coach on the airplane. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, That's like, a long trip, yeah. isn't it? Well, yeah, I was already in England, so I, I flew from there. It was still long, though. But, yeah, so now I don't have to get on planes. I don't have to be frisked. I don't have to take my shoes mm. off. I don't have to answer a bunch of stupid questions. I can just reach out to the world and we have many countries listening. Oh, wow, about 20 different countries I saw on my list of listeners all around the world. So it's really great to have this opportunity to preach the gospel. Or just not to have to travel, because let me tell you, I just, I was scared to death. What I saw the other day on, the, on our local news is that the Austin airport is so low on air traffic controllers that the other day there was a Southwest Airlines flight taken off and on the very same run run almost right on top of it was a fedex uh, plane landing right on top of the other one and then oh oops and then it jumped up and got up back in the sky and they said that this year they've had so many near misses because they don't have any traffic controllers yeah well so i don't want to and that's my closest airport so yeah i don't want to i don't look forward to that i mean flying I think flying was fun before 9-11. It was fun at one time, yeah. Yeah, and then all this other stuff started with them, you know, with an excuse for them to, you know, to crack down on us normal folk. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't have fun anymore. The stewardesses didn't want to really talk to you. Everybody was suspicious of everybody. Yeah. And yeah, it wasn't fun anymore. You know, it's, it's not fun anymore. I still do it. I still fly at least once a year, maybe more than that. But only if I absolutely have to. I mean, there's times I've driven for two days to get somewhere yeah. just because I didn't want to get on a plane. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what I would do if I ever decided I was going to travel again. I wouldn't go on a plane uh, yeah, and, unless and it was a private. Even, <laughs> to, to take a train, it's, it's even more expensive than a plane. Yeah, trains are expensive, yeah. Well, you'd yes. have to get like a little Volkswagen camper or something. Those were really neat back in the day. Of course, we don't have those anymore. Those really nice campers they used to have in the 60s. Oh, I know. My my brother had one. Yeah. Those v, those buses, yeah, they couldn't get up a hill. Remember that? Those yeah, v yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they look good. Well, they were for beach, beach uh, yeah. blanket bingo or whatever. There you go. But yeah. anyway, so um, we do have a very, very heavy topic today that we're going to talk about. And the times are changing so fast. And I think, yikes, it's, it's really time for the church to wake up and stop playing church. And you, you just, you can't even believe it when you look at these so-called Christian television networks and they're still playing games even after all the things that have happened in the past few weeks and you, you think you think to yourself when are you going to wake up and and uh realize what's really going on here in our country and many other countries it, it's 
things are falling apart rapidly. Yeah, and as I was telling someone the other day, it's going to get worse before it gets worser. Yeah, it really is. It's like, I don't think there's any coming back from the events of a few weeks ago in Israel. And, wow. That's why yeah, I can't it, believe people aren't mm -hmm. sobering up. No, it, it, it's hard to look at. You know, you can only take so yeah, much of that so without much, yeah. losing your marbles, basically. I, like, you know, I know, I saw some people posting things that President Biden said something stupid today. I'm tired of listening to his stupidity. I, you know, so I, I don't listen to him. On. No, I don't even want to hear him. I, I read <laughs> headlines. Yes, me too. But no, I don't like to listen to him. I, it, it, please, like, stop trying to tell me this is the president of the United States that he knows <sighs> what he's doing because he doesn't know what he's doing. And you can't deny that. He belongs in a retirement home or, you know. He lives you know, in it. He now lives in a retirement home. <laughs> he's been, he was retired when he, when he swore, was sworn into office. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, he's, not, he's definitely not running the country. Mm, he can't even run his own private life, you know. Can't even get, talk about planes. He has a trouble getting up and down to get yeah. into them. And then he can't oh. remember what what he's saying. You you can't sit and talk to Benjamin Netanyahu without ca reading cards. Like you can't, uh, have, a you can't have a conversation. Yeah, can't yeah. have a conversation. You're not something. Yeah. And he's the leader of the free world. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty bad, and uh, I don't I don't know where we're headed. I don't know where we're headed in the future as far as politics go, but I know I can't really do anything about it because it's the way it's supposed to be in the end times. Yeah. And I know I like Jesus for president. I like him the best. He's the king of kings and lord of lords, and he has a nation. We're the nation within a nation, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, our citizenship isn't here. No. And and the and the the further things get along, the more you don't want time. I mean, I, I know Michael Jackson had that problem with yeah, everybody. It's, it's bad. Yeah, it is. It's what does bad. that do to a person's self? Uh, you know, what's uh, self awareness? Self uh, whatever they call it. I mean, they've got to be conceited when they start believing their their, their own news headlines. I, I, until they get into some sort of trouble like, you know, <laughs> like we've seen. And, and then it's like, do you know who I am? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, they thought they're not living in the real world. A lot of these, you know, no, they these, don't live in the real world. But then again, they have to like make that. the choice that they want to live in the real world and give it up when it gets when it starts destroying you because that happens to uh, preachers. And That's true. It goes to their head. It goes to their head. And in fact, um, there was an interview a couple of days ago with Jordan Hall. Remember him from Pulpit and Pen? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Name. So he, well, he had a fall. Yeah. Yes, I'll, yes, and, I uh, uh, And so uh, he did an interview 
the other day, and they played it. Uh, it's on YouTube. So he said mm -hmm. that he was a pastor, and he had maybe 100, 150 people. And he said he couldn't take it anymore, that he was responsible for all their lives, and, and they were, like, depending on him for everything. Mm. And it's not normal to treat a person like that. But then again, I think a lot of pastors encourage that kind of thing. Without, they don't want to hurt the person's feelings and tell them, look, I'm not Jesus. I'll pray for you, but I can't really help you. <laughs> well, you, they can't live other people's lives. Right. And then they prove, and someone like that proved he couldn't live his own life. So how can he live yours and tell you how to live yours? It's, That's what he said. He said, I, I, I couldn't take it. I saw, I've seen that over and over again. And I've seen it yeah. with different people who have become cult leaders. I mean, wow. Back in the day, my husband and I would, we were confronting all kinds of shepherding groups and, and some people that kind of started out. Okay. Just got really weird and demanded all kinds of, um, you know, dead or, or loyalty to them, not loyalty to Jesus, but loyalty to them. And, and then you see cases like David Koresh. I mean, that's, we've seen things that were heading in that direction yeah. with some of these groups that we, that we got people out of and we did pull people out of it because these are some of these groups like with this you know brother brother uh stare out in north Carolina. oh yeah that was weird yeah yeah well well we have i am your savior that that's group. what they act like then i am your savior oh it's awful and and that was a really tragic one. People who stayed in there and didn't listen to us ended up out because of the, the horrors that went on at the uh, Overcomers Ranch. I mean, yeah, things like yeah, this, but yeah. the guy was so full of himself. And, um, you know, and he had the Overcomers broadcast and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, you might just look at his as just some Pentecostal, you know, crazy preacher, but he... You know, he wanted access to to all the women and all of that kind of stuff. And That's that what happens kind of is that happen. he, uh, Jordan Hall said that he got addicted to Xanax. He doesn't know how it happened, but I guess they were giving it to him because he was stressed out, right? Uh -huh. And so that's what happens. And I've seen it happen over and over again that they can't handle it. And then they can't, they can't handle all these people's problems and all these people putting pressure on them. And they have, to, they have their own family to take care of. So they either turn to booze, sex, or drugs. But, you know, or I've, seen these, I've seen these things up close. And what, what's another thing, and people don't talk about it much, is, is pastors' wives and what happens to some of them because they always have to keep a, a good face going. Yeah, and yeah. If they're having problems in their marriage, like what's, what's happened to, to, well, a girlfriend of mine that I've been very close to and her husband... Um, you know, was was being abusive, not not just to her, but to the to their children. And he was, you know, I, I hate to even talk, I talk against him. I really like him too. I like both of them. But she would come to me thinking I was the only person that she could talk to because everybody else would, you know, it would reflect bad and on on their church. You see, and that was you couldn't put up with that because uh, you know. That you, because there's no one you could go to and confide in, because then it would it, it would come back to bite you later. So yeah, they, that's they what that's what his anybody. wife was saying. She couldn't really 
say how yeah. she felt. And this, yeah, that's why this friend of mine, because she's been a friend of mine since we were kids. But I mean, that's why she could come to me because she could trust me, and she had no one within her own church could she trust. Yeah, but or, who wants to be? Know. Who wants to be in a church like that? And why yeah. should? Why should you even allow yourself to be put in that position where you can't be human? It's the, so the whole the whole system really needs to be reorganized where it's where people can just be themselves, flaws and all, because we all have flaws. <laughs> yes, and we can't run one another's lives. And the pastor, just because he's the one on salary, doesn't mean all the gifts uh, uh, yeah, abide yeah, in him. Yeah, because he uh, he it can't be done. And then when you try to do it. These, yeah. then that's what happens something that's bad it. happens yeah. down the road and so it can bring out the worst in people it can really bring out the worst in people so I, I like to say that you have to trust Jesus you have to teach people to trust Jesus you can't be all things to all men you can't uh, run people's lives and then you can't run your own but Anyway, he's not going back into ministry. He said he's had oh, it. He's not going. And then he's he's talking about how his friends, his friends threw him under the bus. All his well-known friends oh, that just because he got addicted to Xanax, then they were worried about their reputation, so they couldn't really associate with him. But wasn't he? Getting violent with his family? I don't know. I, they didn't talk situation. about that. I don't know okay. if any of that was proven. He, they didn't yeah. ask that question. But you can't just take things at face value. Even, uh, I don't agree with everything he did. But, uh, okay, anybody could make charges uh, yeah. against somebody. But it's still, it has, you're, you're innocent until you're proven guilty. So yeah. anybody could be charged with a crime. Anybody could say this happened, that happened. But it has to be either either you have to go to trial and prove that you're innocent or I don't I don't believe everything that I hear about people because anybody could say yeah. anything. Well, that's true. And she said the wife said that she loved him and she wanted to stay with him. And the pastors were telling her to leave him. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was a big mess. But it was an it was an interesting interview. I thought that. The fact that he admitted that it was it was all too much for him as far as yeah. being a pastor and and uh, did his marriage survive? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, they're, they're, that's they're very, good. Then yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, yeah. She loves him and he loves her. He looks really good. He looked very healthy and happy. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, it's on yeah, YouTube. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. So. Uh, there were some other things I wanted to hear from him, but I he said and a, an interesting thing that he said too was that nobody was really reaching out to him from all his circle of so-called ministry friends. The people that reached out to him was the the per, some of the people he criticized the most. Beth Moore sent him gift cards for his family. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. And I think he said J.D. Greer, I guess. I don't really know who that is. But he said that he also sent. I know that name, too. Yeah, here. gift cards. and But his other friends, nah. Uh, they got on YouTube and they started bad-mouthing him. Oh, oh. yeah, it was ugly. 
But I, I thought, wow, you don't throw your friends under the bus just because they have a problem. You ha if you're really a friend of somebody, you try to work it, try to work it out without embarrassing them publicly. Right. And uh, but yeah, it was interesting. But then again, when something happens in your life, you learn who your friends are. Yeah, yeah. A good friend will stick stick by you and Closer certainly than, try to help you. Yeah, exactly. And that's what uh, we're supposed to try to restore unless people just don't want restoration. Because I was saying this the other day when I was thinking about Paula White, and I'm saying to myself, with all the videos and all the, the things that have been written about her, you think that this woman would change already and say, wow, maybe I have a problem. Hmm. Some people just... No matter how many times you try to tell them or try to warn them or whatever, they're just not going to change. No, but, you know, it's the Lord that can change them, but then they have to submit to the Lord and want that change. And, um, you know, the, you know, there's no easy solutions anymore. <laughs> Things are getting more and more complicated, and especially with you know, this technology with it we were just singing the praises of can be a stumbling block for people in many ways. And, you know, and people can, you know, I don't know. They, there's just, you know, people have, or I was just going to say men, but there's more access to bad things, you know, like pornography and things yeah, like that. it's much more accessible, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just a more, it's got more snares and tears, than ever yeah. in, in, in this world yeah. today, this, our, this modern world that where sin is glorified and where good is evil and evil is good. Yeah, yeah. That's very, very true. Oh, well. Let's see. Now, our topic, our big topic for today is how does the United States fit into end times prophecy? And so we hear many, many teachers, and throughout the many years that I've been saved, anyway, 40, 42 years, that people said, no, the United States is not in end times prophecy, and it, the Bible doesn't say anything about the United States being in end times prophecy. And also, Jackie brought it to my attention, because I never knew this, that the word Gaza is actually in the Bible. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. But Jackie, um, how does the United States fit into well, end times prophecy? Give us yeah, a, give uh, us your 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 opinion and your biblical knowledge of how well, you have seen it. it. It's it's hard to simplify, but I'll I'll make it simple. Yes, is that is that uh, well. Give, give a couple scriptures, and then we'll go over the scripture so you can then prove your point. Okay, well. I think I, you had a scripture I, in Ezekiel. Well, uh, yeah, Ezekiel. Well, Ezekiel, see, that's, the, that's where it can, it can start getting complicated, but you can start with Ezekiel 37, but okay. I have to this up. Um, well, see, wait a second. I've got to find my, you threw that on me all of a sudden. I would have had a scripture. What well, is it, Ezekiel 37 what? I'll, I'll get to it okay. while I'm trying to get there. But in the meantime, why don't you read the Gaza one? Okay. 
Now, this was very interesting because I had no idea. Amos 1.7, but I will send a fire on the wall of Gaza, which shall devour the palaces thereof. Zephaniah 2.4, for Gaza shall be forsaken, and Ashkelon a desolation. They shall drive out Ashdod at the noonday, and Ekron shall be rooted up. Amos 1.6, thus saith the Lord, for three transgressions of Gaza and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof because they carried away captive the whole captivity to deliver them up to Edom. Wow. Yeah, and it's not looking too good for them at the moment. No. Okay. Let me make try to summarize this a bit, but we'll we'll give the verse at Ezekiel thirty seven sixteen. Okay. Uh, okay, and this is King James. Moreover, the Son of Man take thee one stick and write upon it for Judah and for the children of Israel his companions. Then take another stick and write upon it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the house of Israel his companions, and join them one to another into one stick, that they shall become one in my hand. And um, let's see if I can go down. And then he says it again. And... Thus saith the Lord, oh wait, that's not the one I want. Let me keep scrolling. Oh, that down to verse 22. 22, and I will make them one nation upon the land, upon the mountains of Israel, and one king shall be uh, king to them all, and they shall no more, they shall no more be two nations. Neither shall they be divided into two kingdoms anymore at all. And neither will they defile themselves anymore with their idols. And so my question is, first of all, did that already happen? And since it obviously hasn't because the diasporas have happened all along. Where well, they you never... have to explain what diaspora is. That's, that's where the Jews were driven out of the Holy Land. And before that, it was the northern tribes. You had the northern tribes, the ten kingdoms to the north, which were headed up by the house of Joseph, or it was called Joseph, or Ephraim, because his sons were Ephraim and Manasseh. So those were the northern kingdoms. And in 720 B.C., they were driven out up into Assyria. It was called the Assyrian captivity. And then 400 years later, then that was, or two, was it 200, 400 yeah, it was about 300 years later. Then you had the Babylonian captivity, where um, they were they were again taken captive. The the southern kingdom was then taken captive into Babylon, and then a remnants were always returned. Remnant, remnant, remnant. Right, and then by the time Jesus came along, after of course when the temple was destroyed, after as Jesus said it would happen. Yeah, 70 A.D. That's right. That was the pretty much then the Romans just disrupted them all, and they ended up, you know, they had no longer had the temple, and then, you know, then again there was all these dispersals. So maybe that's a better word to use than diaspora. Yeah, for people that don't know. Okay, and so 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 ask yourself this: when it says and it says it over and over again, you look up the word remnant. A remnant of them return. A remnant, and then what happened to the others? Well, who knows? You know, they took off somewhere. Well, where did they take off? Of course, there's 
been people who have followed where those tribes had went. And at the time when Jesus came, they kind of knew where they went. Jesus says he was coming for for the, the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Jesus said that. So where were they? They weren't there. That So he sent, after he died, the the apostles were sent to follow those trails. And then you can follow and see where all of they went because that's that was who was going to get the word first. So anyway... What I am saying is God, the promises to the, the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, was that they would become, uh, that they would, their descendants would be more than the sands of the sea and the stars in the heavens, that they would be, multiply and multiply and God would bless them. And they had different blessings. And of all the blessings that they had, you can follow those blessings through the, through the millennia, through the centuries, where, which showed that they followed the rise of Western civilization. And uh, so there was, so, you know, uh, so when those two sticks are brought together, they're those two nations. There's only one nation that has all 12 of those tribes living in it. You see, because the, if, if they founded all those, they were told that they were going to, the descendants would, would found a multitude of nations, not just two nations, but many nations. Uh, and you have to ask them, well, when that promise was made that they would be a multitude of nations, what nations name them? And so the way you can name them is is by following the ancient routes of, of what many uh, historians have done. And then you can also follow the blessings that followed them. And so and, and, and I'm that's simplifying it, because believe me, there's a whole there's a whole way through this. But you have those promises have to be true. If they're not, then God's a liar because he he keeps his promises and those promises are true. So so. You got to name those two nations that have to happen before Ezekiel 38, which is the Gog and Magog war everybody's talking about, which is the next chapter from 37, right? And it happens right before the 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 coming of the Lord. And so those have those nations have to be in place, and they have to be distinct from the from the tribes of Judah. There's distinctions there, but even. So what I was getting at was if only a remnant did return to Israel and people are thinking they can only follow that final remnant that was in Israel at the time of Jesus, what happened to the multi-millions that had already been gone from there that didn't come back? They were multiplying also. So so, um, so it would make no sense that just the, the, the people from that last diaspora which and they were just a they were a small remnant themselves that that the and the others you know intermingled with with um with the gentiles nations but they also um established they they were the ones that established those nations and if they didn't then it's then then all those promises are fall off by the wayside and uh so so god had I believe a providential purpose for the United States of America, which was a wasteland at the time in which again, I go in and show where that is mentioned, but not by name by, by the Lord. Uh, the biggest place would be in the next chapter, um, chapter 38 of okay. Ezekiel, where, where Gog and Magog come down upon the land of Israel, you know, that had been desolate and that was re, you know, where the Jews came back to the, to them and while he's in while he's there 
a dirty idea comes into his head, let's go up against the land of unwalled villages. Well, that that can't be Israel because he's already in Israel when that thought comes to his head. And you can't name that land because it didn't exist yet. So here we are fighting over the wall. What has happened to this wall in the past few years? Disaster because we are unwalled. Yes, we're definitely unwalled. And, and so we are the we and so they can and, and I have connected and shown and demonstrated and proven in my book and in the, the video that I just shared on, on YouTube. Uh, that um, so Ezekiel many... thirty-eight eleven. Read it. Okay, this is the uh, old King James, but I'll try. And thou shalt say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. I will go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor, nor gates. gates. Yes, before that, it says that he that idea came in his head as he's attacking Israel. But that's but see, that would have to happen because even as crazy and loony as Biden is, uh, he still can't. He still we're still connected at the hip with with Israel. Yeah, but he's proposing a two state solution. Yes. No, that's not going to work. No, but that's what's prophesied. Yeah. Because the, a certain part of it is given over to the Gentiles, so he he's fallen right in, and 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 the thing is, it it doesn't it doesn't matter. Oh, and what I was saying before is is Israel became a nation because of America. It was it was America that that backed them through the whole UN process and everything in 1948. It was all, we were the ones behind it. So, and we have more Jews in our country than they do in Israel. Because since those people are going to be as the sands of the sea, do you think that little area in in Israel could contain them all? So where are they? Where, where, are, where are these, these, these uh, stars, you know, numerous, but, you know, again, um, Jesus said he came for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And and he did. And that's where he sent to the same routes that they all took in, in when they were dispersed is the same places where the apostles went and founded founded the Christ, the Christianity in, in all those areas. And Christianity has hardly ever penetrated those other places that didn't contain the houses of Israel, and I demonstrate that too with the the Buddhist countries, the Hindu countries, and all of that, barely made a scratch. Yeah. And, so and where tried. is the scripture that says that there'll be a two-state solution? Well, there'll be two nations. It says that 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 that's where he puts a stick of Ephraim, or, or it could be the stick of Joseph, in with the stick, and and puts that in his hand along with the stick of 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 Judah. And and he's and he's going to join those two sticks. Now that, as you read it, is really what ultimately happens bef- when Jesus comes. He's the one king over them all. Um, and so that's going to happen. Well, he better come if that's going to happen. Because <laughs> yeah. But so you have the two sticks, and the, and I just read the scripture. Those are he says they're two nations. Well, when since the multitude of nations were already established, then there should be many nations. But he brings it down to two. Well, we have all of those nations here in America, and um, 
And so that's, and, and then again, since, since we also had Judah here as well, and then, then Israel spun off of, of, of America when it was reestablished, there's, there's, there's a connection that even the enemies understand because they call America the big Satan and Israel the little Satan yeah. because they know also. Uh, and, and some of this stuff was just common knowledge a couple hundred years ago. And, and uh, I have, and I've showed that in, in this video, I, sh I showed some of the books that were written. So one of them was, was even written, in fact, it was even more, um, the Jew, the Jew, it was a Jewish publication out of Philadelphia in the 1800s who published a book looking for these lost tribes and following those land routes like I was telling you. Oh. And, and so it, it's not just the Christians who are trying to make some name for themselves. It, you know, it, he prophesied to the 12 tribes. And before that, Isaac, or I mean, is Israel, Jacob, he prophesied to those 12 tribes independently making promises to each of them that they'd be a great nation. And you'll be a great nation. And they're different nations. And the reason is, is because they began, because of their wisdom that they had, they're the ones that established these nations. They were like barbarian nations before until, you know, like, like the kings. It was pretty barbaric, yeah. Yeah. And then they brought in some of the wisdom. Now, the, the, the tribes, the northern tribes were even told, and I don't know if I can find that scripture, but... That they would even forget who they who they they would no longer remember the Ark of the Covenant. That was the way it went. Well, yeah, that that's happened. You see, so well, everything's there's no explanation. Put it that way. There's no explanation of because you can't say that they're the you know that they're this tribe or that tribe that have no no roots whatsoever into Judeo-Christian faith. Okay. And so that, those, it would make no sense. This makes perfect sense. And, and it involves um, pretty much a quarter of the population of the planet. So, so people can't claim some supremacy here or there. And, and, and when you think about it, and I make this connection too, is that, and it's gotten even worse since I wrote this, um, is that this crazy unbelievable hatred towards the white man and that 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 has happened to where you can't even get a job if you're a white man now because you don't fit the the so the holocaust i believe was a preview of what's to come when the rest of the houses of israel which are all contained here by the way when when then it's turned upon them then think how big that holocaust is going to be and if anyone thinks for a minute that god doesn't know who they are because they've been watered down all these years then why does he seal the 144,000 in the book of revelation the he knows because they're distinct to him and they are distinct even if we forgot who who we are or you know he didn't forget no, God, no, God doesn't forget. But what about um, how does Islam fit into all of this? They're the ancient enemy. Um, wait, let me see something here. Revelation Let's play this. 14. Maybe we should play that audio. Yeah, okay, in a minute. I just looked up the 144,000. And that's in Revelation 14. So they have to be distinct at this time, and this time hasn't happened yet. 
So, so it, they aren't all Jews, as pe- and I've proved that too. That all the tribes are not called Jews. I, again, this that would that can't. It would be too comp not complicated. It would take too long to explain it all, but it is in my book, the the um, United States yeah, of Israel. Yeah, you would have to read the book because, because it is. There's... It's a long, it's a long explanation. So it's the main the main thing is that the United States is in end times prophecy as the land of unwalled villages. We fit into that category. And, and Isaiah 18 as well. Yeah, you can't leave us out of that whole, uh, no, out of the end times. You just can't leave us out. I don't know God why people doesn't, have done God it. doesn't leave us out. When you know who is who, who he's referring to, these promises of, to Israel include to us. So they're like everybody's throwing up all these scriptures that God's not going to forsake Israel when they're talking about what's going on over in that little state over there where those same promises apply to us. Well, we're grafted in, yeah. And not that you know, Christians are grafted in, but I'm talking about the entire house of Israel. They're one. They, they're the tribe of Judah isn't the whole house of Israel. That is that is the worst idea of replacement theology. That the that the, that the the tribe of Judah incorporates all of his brothers when it doesn't. Yeah. Um. And and again, because with the 144,000, it's um. Let me find that one. That, that, that are sealed during the time of the tribulation, it is distinct between each of the, of the tribes. It isn't, it isn't 144,000 Jews. There's going to be 7,000 Jews. Let me, let me see. Oh, I, um, trying to find that. Gosh, I gotta find that scripture. Why don't you play that? Yeah. That clip of that I had sent you earlier. Yeah. Uh, in the Islamic apologetics world, um, there is a doctrine in Islam of deception for the sake of Allah. Mm-hmm. An example in one of our accepted hadiths, uh, Muhammad was sitting there in a tent. A follower came along and said. Uh, there's this guy who has disrespected you. And what should we do? Muhammad's instruction was uh, play up to him, seem to be friendly, and maneuver yourself where you're behind him, then slit his throat from behind. And you must understand, whereas in Western ethics and culture, uh, that isn't exactly the uh, the John Wayne approach. You should face your enemy. But in Islam, deception, lying for the sake of Islam is very important, and that is what is practiced. And with the uh, Muslims, jihad and the dawah, um, what it simply meant was that you tell people a message concerning Islam that lulls them to sleep that there's no danger. Um, We don't practice it. Violence. We are a religion of peace. Uh, we elevate women on and on. You know their lives. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know the the Quran and the Hadith. Uh, the number we counted a computer analysis of the number of times the Arabic word for kill unbelievers over thirty three thousand times. <gasps> That's a lot. Well, and you see where someone uh, could get uh, brainwashed, Osama bin Laden. Kill them, kill them, kill them, kill them. 
thousands of times graphic things, crucify them, chop their heads off, their hands and their feet. But you see, Islam in the West wants to have a kind face. But in, every in any country where they took over, there they killed the Christians and the Jews and any other person. Now, who was that? Oh, that was the late Dr. Robert Morey, who was a good friend of mine and my, my husband's. <laughs> and he wrote the book, um, The Islamic Invasion, which got ragged on all over the place when he came out with that book. And, and In what people year? were... Uh, I don't know. You'd have to look that up, but it seems like it was around 20 years ago. Okay. How time flies. See, I, gosh, when I start trying to look back on how many years things are, I have the worst time with it. I'm probably way off. But well, anyway, I just wanted to make sure it was, so people knew it wasn't recent. Well. That he had no, this no, information 20-some years ago. Yeah, 20-some years ago. Yeah, it's all coming about now. So so the ceiling was in in Revelation 7, not 14. It was mentioned again in, in, in the 144,000 later in uh, the 14th chapter. But in the 7th chapter, um, I, you know, John writes, I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees till we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. Now, I do find it interesting because the eldest is not the first one on this list. And I didn't, I didn't notice that before. The first one on the list is Judah. And again, Jesus came from the tribe of Judah. So I, I, so that's probably why he, they, they were the first. I, I, I find that interesting because that's, uh, because really the, the, the one with the, the biggest blessing was on Joseph of, of, this, of the, the 12 brothers. But anyway, uh, so of the tribe of Judah, 12,000 were sealed. Why did I say seven? Well, anyway, 12. 12,000 were sealed, then of the tribe of Reuben, and the tribe of Gad, then Ath, then it goes on. The tribe of Asher, 12,000 were sealed. It goes on and on. Manasseh, and, and it mentions Manasseh and Simeon. Uh, Naphtali, let's see, Levi, Ishakar, Zebulun, and and the tribe of Joseph. Now, which is referring to um, to Ephraim, and then it says twelve thousand were sealed, and then of the tribe of Benjamin, twelve thousand were sealed. Now, those aren't all Jews, and and again, I prove that the Samaritans were were part Jewish, and Jesus acknowledged them as the children of Israel, of Jacob's children, and boy, there, there's so many elements to it. When you put it all together, you can't come up with any other conclusion. But anyhow, uh, so God knows who they are, okay? Even if they have intermingled, okay, or whatever, he knows who they are. The, the, the sons of Joseph were half Egyptian going out the gate. So... So there, so these things are going to happen in the future, and and God knows who they are, and it's come to come to a big surprise to people, who are around when this happens, that it isn't just like what people are saying, twelve thousand Jews, though, though because of Jesus, the tribe of Judah did have significance, and there is one tribe that was left out in this whole thing, and that's the tribe of Dan. And I can't tell you exactly what some people are saying. It's uh, that Denmark means the, the, the mark of Dan. And that they, so 
I don't know if I can, you know, that's not something I think that you can really prove that Denmark is from the tribe of Dan, but I believe the Antichrist comes through the tribe of Dan, and that's why he's missing. And then, of course, the tribe of Judah had preeminence yeah, that sounds in this. like a good old American name. <laughs> and then, you know, Judah had preeminence in this, even though he wasn't the oldest, the eldest um, Reuben was, and so he was ahead of Reuben. So I'm just... You know, like I said, it may sound complicated. My book's only about a hundred pages, and it 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 show it pulls. Uh, I pull so many scriptures together that. Um, you yeah, know, but so I, you I, might want to. The book is the United States of Israel. You might want to look but if at you the book. Can't, if you can't accept what I'm saying, then just tell me where those promises came true. The multitude. Well, yeah, nations. they have to take it up with you, you and, have and to, Jackie's you have available. You to tell me who that mul- who name those multitude of nations, and then name how those multitude of nations became became one nation in his in his hand. How did that happen when there are many nations? Because of the many that they all came here, and they are the founders of America. Now we're all being infiltrated. The, the state of Israel, us, the, all, all of, and why is it that they're all infiltrating the very places that I just told you that the tribes established? Yeah. They're not infiltrating these barbarian ancient enemies of Israel. They're not bothering with South America. They're not bothering with India or China. You know, maybe a few might here and there. They go to Mexico just so they can get here. So, so nothing. So this story is it isn't coming out of the blue. It it totally makes sense of of the whole story of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. It. I, I don't know. I, I, it's to me, it is, there, there is a blindness upon people to, to, to not see the obvious. That's how I see it. It's got to be supernatural. If you're, once, when you read my books, just say, Lord, if this isn't, if, if this is true, open my eyes to see it. Because I'm telling you, I just think that there's a veil because it's, it, I, I can't even get people to discuss it. And even people who agree with me, none of them will really take that, take this upon themselves to even talk about it, other except when oh, they're talking I'm to me. I'm hoping that we can get a discussion going. Of course, don't ask yeah. me because I'm not an expert in this at all, but <laughs> questions because that's the way to learn. We, none of yeah. us know everything, and well, you so know, we learn from to, each other. You know what? I hate to say this, Susan, but it's been out for a year and a half, and and I have given it into the hands of every major prophecy teacher, and none of them want to talk to me about it. So I don't have many high hopes that it's going to go anywhere. Uh, it may it may come into play when those 144,000 are sealed, so I'll leave it behind. Well, I mean, yeah. That's, that's but, how I feel about it. I don't think I, – I, that's how I am – God must want it revealed, and but I, I don't. I, I think that that again. It, it, I like how a couple of the the, the ministers who have interv- interviewed me have agreed that it is hiding in plain sight, and and that's why I can't understand why people can't see the obvious uh, when it's when it's part of the whole world history how it all falls together. It it, it doesn't even make sense. Any other way? I, it's true, though. It's true. It's true because I still see people giving thousand dollars to get miracles from Jesus. So, 
And I say to myself, I don't know how people can't see the obvious either about Jesus. Like, why are they trying to pay him off? So we still have a big learning curve uh, to deal with in the body of Christ. And so ask your questions. Read. Yeah, ask them after you've read. Because you know what? If you read my book, you won't have any more questions. If, if, if Unless there's a veil over your well, they eyes. Well, I mean, they might have questions. I I. I doubt it. I don't think I left anything on, you know. Well, because there's a lot to take in. I felt that way, that, you know, there was a lot of information to take in. And it's not something that you can just take in with one read. It's something you really have to study. For a starter, it doesn't cost you a dime. Go to YouTube and look up my name. And, and look at America is a player in the end times, and please watch is that. Is that your new video? Yeah, yeah, I put, I did put that up, and I hope people will go there and, and yeah, look at it. Yeah, look it's, at it, yeah. It's only, it's 22 minutes, and it, it's barely, it scratches the surface, but I believe it gives a good enough overview that you can um, understand by the mouth of others, not just me, because I play many clips in here of others that... Um, that, that have proven my points, even if they didn't see the, the big picture of what they were saying. And, um, and, and I think that's, that's important, too. So, uh, and I'm going to be expanding, and I'm working on it, to expand the book yeah. to, show, to show how this changes the view of Bible prophecy when you, when you include a major player like America that is left out right. with all the other Bible prophecies. They, they left, definitely left America out, yeah. But yeah, I, I used to think to myself, everything. even when I was in Word of Faith, and they would, people would say, America is not in time, end time prophecy. And I would just shake my head and say, but there's no way that we're not in end time prophecy. Just, there's no way. But they, they oh. always try to glorify, like we're special or something that, you know, we're not going to be included in all this. Well, oh, well, wishful thinking. Or they think that we're just going to be annihilated. And uh, you know what? We are going to have some trouble. And, uh, yeah, and, we've and already Israel's, had little sprinklings is, of trouble. That's right. Israel's having trouble. And a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. And we trouble. are a huge chunk of Israel. And, um, you yeah, know, and look at all the crazy people demonstrating in the streets and all this anti Semitic rhetoric that's out there and the hatred toward people. Like, why do you hate these people? Uh, What's yep. the reason that you hate these people? So, yeah. And and again, they hate Christians because they hate, um, Christians. They hate Christians and Jews. And it's going to be expanded to hating all white conservatives because that's not expense already has. And it doesn't mean that these people who are, are being um, uh, persecuted for being conservatives because they are holding on to the uh, Judeo-Christian ethics you can't even do that. You can deny Jesus all over the place, and you could deny Moses. But if you hold on to the Ten Commandments, watch out. You'll be the target. Yeah, but then you have most of the church, they're not even following the Ten Commandments. And the, the, one of the Ten Commandments is, thou shalt do no murder. And yet right. we will, yeah, we're being talked into voting for people that believe in murdering babies. So, yeah, it's uh-huh. a little perverted that, yeah. out there. But again... Wasn't it, wasn't it the children of Israel that were, were sacrificing their children to Molech? You know, they didn't care about the Philistines sacrificing the babies to Molech, but he sure, but God sure cared when it was the Israelites doing it. So nothing much has changed. These are the traits that have always been there among the children of Israel. Uh, and uh, 
and 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 that's why God had an issue with them, <laughs> and we was. Well, we've got an issue. We've got an issue with uh, his so-called the so-called church, his so-called church, and these people that pretend to be Christians. Got, he has a big issue with them because yeah, I know, but they're, they're leading still people astray. They're still part of that house of Israel in the in the flesh, even if they haven't been grafted into the true uh, vine through Jesus and the and the olive tree and the roots of that. Of course, is is the Old Testament, and uh, and, and and I just love. I didn't notice that until just now that, that Judah came up first, and that's because of Jesus. You know, even though he was not the eldest. In fact, Judah wasn't even that nice of a guy when you, when you read 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 the Old Testament and 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 he oh and the stuff with Tamar and stuff. I mean, you know, some of these, you know. So you talk about how terrible people, you know, the Israel, or who we are today. Well, they weren't born again, so yeah, I know. But look at how terrible that they were back. They're ter- <laughs> they were no. pretty terrible. Yeah. Come on, remember what was it that Dinah, their sister, got? Yeah. Well, that's the old story of he couldn't wait to have her, and then when he had her, he wouldn't. He didn't want anything to do with her. So yeah, <laughs> yeah the <hunt> was <laughs> that's old. the old story, isn't and it? They care about same the old story. I know. So it's still the same old story. Yeah. So it's just you know, it's just you know. It's supposed to be different though, with with people that are really born again. We're supposed to be different, a peculiar people, a holy nation. So yeah, that's what we have to show the world. We have to try our best anyway to show the world that real Christians really do exist in the world. Well, we have to be the light on the hill. Yeah. And and we can't hide our light under a bushel. No. You know. Now is the time so, really to be to be as radical as possible for Jesus and to stand firm uh, for the gospel as things are rapidly falling apart around us. And uh, that's our only defense. Yeah, well, these are these these are really hard times when we need to be clinging to Jesus all the tighter because. You know, I, I wish we had uh, good news about the future. And this is why Bible prophecy has been pretty much eradicated from the doctrinal statements of churches all over the place. Even evangelical churches, they'll say they'll, they, they won't talk about the millennial rule of Christ, about him coming and ruling and reigning out of Jerusalem. They will not put that in their doctrinal statements. They'll just say, they'll, they'll repeat what's in the Nicene Creed, that he'll come oh, again no, to, to judge the, the living and the dead. No. That's as close, but the, but again, that yeah, the Nicene so-called Creed. Apostles' Creed is used in many of the denominations. Yeah, well, that's fine. They can use it, but <laughs> we didn't well, have anything to do with it. Let me ask you one true. question here. Uh, the Gog and Magog and, yeah. and how Bible teachers have taught it wrong about Russia well I think I think they get get it wrong when they get dogmatic about Russia um, because it doesn't say Russia Gog is an ancient enemy of Israel and I don't think Russia was ever an ancient enemy of Israel so but but certainly the whole um, you know the area of of Persia, Mede, Medes, and Persia, and Assyria, of course, and which is all that area of all the Arab lands. They've all well, been that, enemies. That looks like their biggest threat. 
Yeah, that is always has been their biggest threats. Yeah. But the thing is, is some a lot of those people live in, in, um, in in Russia, but uh, Gog himself certainly, you know, Russia could be one of those nations that that are supposed to join in. Now, some of them were recognizable, such as as Libya, which was called Put, I believe, as how they had the different northern. But but Egypt isn't isn't involved, and Jordan's not involved. But it's but uh, it seems Iraq, Iran. You know, Syria, Lebanon are all involved. And again, Russia is a big power behind them. So I can understand how they could make that conclusion. But there's nothing that they can be dogmatic about with it. So um, but but he does come from the north as far as Israel goes. And so there a lot of people have said, well, if you take if you look at the at the latitude between Jerusalem, it goes right through up through north, goes right through Moscow. Well, maybe it does, but I wouldn't be dogmatic about it. The 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 threat of a possible Ezekiel thirty eight war going on right now. Um, people, certain teachers like Amir Sarfati is saying that can't happen because when because no one comes to Israel's defense when Gog and when Gog comes and here we've got America right here with with the battleship and all of that so therefore it can't happen now well sorry but it can very much happen now because because the as long as the they aren't getting all the the biggest support from the non-tribal you know, nations that, that spun off from the tribes. Uh, you know, I doubt if Turkey's coming to the, to no, their defense. Do you coming, see it's no. those very nations I'm talking about that are the ones coming to their defense? So so anyone outside of that is is not part of it. So right so now, can't, right can't, now, everything's up in the air because, no, we never expected to see what happened a few weeks ago in Israel. Never. It came. We never expected it. There wasn't anybody predicting it, or I don't think anybody saw it coming. So no, and I don't know how we go back to the way it was before all these things happened in the beginning of sorrows. I say it has to play out it has because to play prophetically out. it's going to. And and this is another reason that in in the in the churches that they're rejecting what we're saying because they're saying well you're not you're, you're not giving us any uh way to solve all these issues so that we can all live peacefully you're you're just giving in to this to to say yeah let it come uh, i can't well, stop bible prophecy uh, nobody can stop bible uh, prophecy i don't care who you are <laughs> you I can't know. stop it you can make all the faith confessions you want and whatever but i used to say that even when i was in word of faith you can't stop Bible prophecy. You just uh, you can't stop it, no matter what. It, and then when you see happen. the avalanche, look at the avalanche coming down from all of the ancient enemies, the the Arabs, the ancient enemies of Israel. They're all they're 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 they've they've infiltrated the entire West. Yeah. And I'm talking the EU, the UK, and the USA. Yeah. Those are the places they have choice. And while all of the, the the air quotes white people are on birth control and trying to not to have so many children that they can't afford to support, uh, these people are multiplying and multiplying. So 10, 20 years from now, they'll be the majority in all those countries that they have just infiltrated and invaded. And and isn't it interesting? Did I give you the clip that about the uh, Brussels, Belgium, which is the 
capital of of the EU. Uh, that yeah, with the Mohammed. Yeah, yeah. Do you have that clip? Yeah. Yeah. City being our strength. In Brussels itself, the most popular name for newborn baby boys is Mohammed, with Islamic names making up 43% of total registrations in the de facto EU capital. Authorities say last night's attack had no connection to the events in Israel and Gaza. Just a stunning coincidence, I'm sure. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Avoid big cities if you can, because unfortunately, this won't be the end of it. of the baby boys being born in the capital of the EU are named Mohammed now. Yeah. And look at what happened, what's happened to London. Oh, yeah. Who are these millions that just came over our our unwalled border? And since Biden took office. We don't know. They got sleeper cells everywhere. Anything could happen. This is a big country Anything could happen because how long is it going to take the police to get to your house? It does. It, it takes time for somebody to get to your house unless you're heavily armed to uh, defend yourself. But these people meant business when they went over there in Israel to break down doors and yeah. burn down houses Ugh. and to do whatever they could to kill people. So, yeah. And that wasn't a major city. No. No. no, that was the outskirts. That mm-hmm. was not a big city. I know Paul no. Joseph Watson says, yeah, get out of the major cities. Well, that doesn't... It, that yeah, doesn't that's not going to protect you from these evil people. No. No, but, but again, look at, look at, look at their targets. It, it, it's, the, it's, it's the same players. Um, and, you know, anyway. Actually, uh, yeah, at least we can... I think... All of us are probably a little on edge at this point, thinking about yeah. how are we going to protect our neighborhoods, because you just don't know. You don't know then, who's then out there. Then we look at the faces of our. Hates you. We look at our grandchildren and wonder what's the future look for the, like for them. Yeah. And and that's again why this message is being rejected because people don't want us. Bible prophecy to play out because they want all things to keep going and remaining the same as they always were and it's and where and so you got the, the scoffers so where is that coming ah it's all the, well you know what it's not all the same some things are shaken and being quite different all of a sudden yeah it's very different all of a sudden and so we we have to accept God's word and just trust the Lord to to get us through somehow and do whatever we can to protect ourselves because there's an enemy out there and he's running around a crazy person, the devil. And these kind of atrocities that were happening, Mm. it's it's not even human. Like human people don't even do those things. So, and then, but you have millions of people that are, they have a goal and... And it's world dominion. And it's world dominion, yeah. And, and, and they're gonna they're gonna come in and and take over. And again, if the Lord didn't shorten those days, there'd be no life saved except for those barbarians. Yeah, thank God He's going to shorten the days, and so we mm-hmm. say, "Come quickly, Lord Jesus," Amen. because truly the days are evil, and we have to have hope, of course. But we, we have to be aware 
of, of uh, what's happening. But Jackie's book is available on Amazon and the United States of Israel and also her YouTube channel, Jackie Alnor. And she just made this new video about how America fits into end-time prophecy. And so if you have questions and you, if you disagree with her or whatever, contact her and mm -hmm. talk to her. Uh, ask her questions. And, sure. Uh, if, if what I've shared doesn't answer them all, yes. But look at those things first. And then if, they, if you still have questions, I'd be happy to... to discuss that yeah amen because you can't have people making accusations and then they get it in 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 their heads that somehow it's some kind of replacement theology and this kind of thing and and uh you can't uh, just jump to conclusions you have to read and see what's been said and then ask her and yeah. so if it's if it doesn't line up with the word of god then it's not true. If it lines up with the word of God, then it's true. So, as simple as that. Yeah, you can't argue. You can't argue with that. So, and all of us, we don't know everything that there is to know about the Bible. We'll be learning forever about God, and so that's it. So uh, that's the best way to get you, Jackie, because your public Facebook page and they can message you they can sure yeah sure but i i really don't think anyone i haven't even been approached with any question when once people read my book it's been out for a year and a half and there's been you know i'm not sure exact how many hundreds or i've not into the thousands but that i've people have not any had any questions after they've read it there just hasn't been any so well, i after they I'm read it, there's been some. some people that did, probably didn't read it that oh, sure. had questions that they shouldn't well, have had no, they questions. had criticisms yeah they had questions. criticisms which if you have a criticism about some something somebody's written you could at least ask the person read it. yeah <laughs> you read it read it before yeah, you yeah read it before it. you do a critique on the book and then uh, talk to the person about what you disagree with and then mm -hmm. try to iron it out. But you can't have people making accusations about something they didn't read or something they don't understand. Because yeah. anybody, mm -hmm. could, anybody could ask me a question if they don't agree with something I'm saying. And if sure. I'm wrong, I can admit that I'm wrong about things. I, I've had to admit in my life that, that I was wrong about certain things. And so I'll probably, no. probably yeah, I'll probably do more of that before. <laughs> well, you know what, if, if a person's mistaken about something and they, and, and so if I'm mistaken about something and someone corrects me, I'm going to thank them. Yes, I, exactly. I if it's true, if truth. it's true, I, right. Yeah, if it's true, I want the truth. Right. Don't because make crazy no accusations that aren't true. Yeah, I don't have any stake in my own words. I have a stake in truth and in that's God's right, word. That's right, in God's word. That's right. So that's that's the way we have to be, especially in the times we're in, because there's so many voices out there and saying this and saying that, and there's not enough Bible 
and we, we can really kind of worry about what's going to happen to some of these people when the Antichrist, I'm a person that believes the Antichrist is going to be an American. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah. Now, he, he, may, he very well may come up from one of those nations that were established by the descendants of the patriarchs, but I do agree with the agree too that it, it, it's most likely to come here. Everybody's always yeah. looking Everybody's at looking America for the solution. They're That's always right. looking to us. And so these things don't come out of the blue. You know, it, 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 will, it makes perfect sense. Who, it makes when, perfect when you see sense. Who the players are, and even the other day, what really kind of lit my fuse was when this Blinken guy goes to Israel, mm-hmm. and he's in a room with a bunch of Israelis, and they're cheering USA, USA, mm-hmm. and like who wants to cheer for this guy Blinken? And but they didn't care. Yeah who he was or what he stood for. They cared that he, America's coming to help us. Yeah. And even yeah. Biden got, they say, oh, he got a hero's welcome when he went to Israel. So it's got to be somebody that's from here. I know. I, I, we're, you know, again, America and Israel and the state of Israel the, are the main two players. And, and then, you know, then, then there's other people. Then there's the then there's the reconstituted ten toes of Rome. But oh boy, it's too late in the program to get yeah, into that. And who they it. are? We could though. We could eventually oh. get into that. But yeah, well, we've covered that. We've covered some of that already. Some of that, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. But we yeah. have to keep our eyes open and look to the sky. I know, and and I don't know, and don't watch the news so much. It, you know, I, I posted something today about keeping our sense of humor, and, and yeah, I will yeah. sometimes post these little comedy uh, reliefs. Uh, oh yeah, 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 on Facebook because. I don't. We can't get ourselves into such a downer all the time because of how bad things are. That's I mean, it. We have that's to, it. We can't lose our sense of humor. No, we can't lose. Our, I posted something too with this bear that the people were grilling hamburgers on their grill, and and they went inside, and the bear came and took all the hamburgers. <laughs> Oh, I love some of those uh, ones where the fishermen are fishing and, and either the bear takes their, their fish right off the hook or, or, or a bird swoops down and gets it. I mean, animal stuff. Can, animals are so funny. I know. He picks up the top to the grill and he just starts helping himself. It was hysterical. So, Didn't yeah. he burn his hand, his paws? No. Well, no, because he picked up the, the lid to the grill uh, and the hamburgers were laying on the grill and he just bent down and started eating them. Well, he, they, they cooked them for him. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then he grabbed himself a Diet Coke. <laughs> ah, yo, come on. Honey, you're so- yeah, yeah. It was really funny. But I said the same thing. We have to still have our joy. Yeah. And uh, even though there's all these things going on in the world, but we still have to live in this world. We still have to be here and... Thank God that he'll get us through, but... Okay, Jackie, very interesting program today. I hope that people understand. I hope so, because sometimes I can get so exuberant on something that maybe I I come off um, a little strong, and I don't mean to. It's just, 
Um, it is frustrating that that I, you know, have been swept aside by certain people over this issue. Well, everybody has to learn, and that they maybe it's not something they they see themselves, but it's certainly something that they should look into. And then again, like I said, ask questions after you've read it. And if you don't understand something that Jackie said, ask her. She'll she'll dialogue with you. She's she's been in many debates <laughs> in her life with <laughs> discussions. I don't like the word debate. I'd like us to, you know, yeah. discuss. Well, debate in the in the nice sense where you go yeah. back and forth. Yeah, not in a crazy way, but yeah. Which we should. We should be able to talk to each other. And yep. and uh, I, I would love to talk to some people that I talk about on my program, but they they won't talk to me. I wish Mm-mm. they would. I yeah. know they listen to me because they quote me every now and then, so I know they're listening, but <laughs> they're, they're not listening enough because they don't change. <laughs> oh, boy, I've been through that over and over and over again. Let right? me tell you. Yeah. I mean, I... I, 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 there's this one time that I wrote to uh, Paul Crouch and I sent it right to his house in Newport Beach and he picked up my letter and was on uh, behind the scenes and he goes, do you have my address and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I just put it right into the round file, right into the trash. And he, <gasps> oh yeah. So, I mean, he had this whole tirade over me at one time. It was, I mean, I guess I kind of laughed about it, but you know, but I forgot I, somebody Somebody gave me that address, and then and then I shared it in one of my when I was doing the hardcover of uh, the hard copies of Christian Sentinel. Then I posted his home address on that too, and said, "Everybody write him." And, <laughs> and that was before he found his twenty thousand square foot palace or whatever, you know, uh, to get away from the mail, I guess. Oh but, yeah, anyway. yeah. So so anyway, I've been through those things too. Yeah, but they 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 do listen now. I, they do sneak up on your YouTube channel because I've heard I've heard people quote me, so I know the only sure. the only way they could quote me is if they were listening. So yeah, it's I think it, it's better now that uh, they can't ignore us because we're there. Yeah. <laughs> they can't ignore us so much like they did back in the day when yeah you had to send a letter and they could toss it. And how many people were going to know that you wrote the letter and what you said in the letter? But now you could put oh, it on YouTube no. and you'll have no, thousands of people true. that know. You're right. Yeah, I remember the, yeah, the days of letter writing. Boy, yeah. That's long gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. You would write a letter and you didn't know if they would ever get it or read it. or. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we still have that problem because I, I still don't... I send things out and people don't answer me. But... I try, I try, but we just hope that we can help the body of Christ and do what we can do while we can still do it for the Lord. Yeah, and again, and and follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit and stick close to Jesus, and then he'll direct your steps. Yeah, direct your steps, that's right, a good man's... Steps are ordered of the Lord. Amen. All right, Jackie. So we'll be, I'll be interested to see if you get any responses. 
Yeah, and if you get any on my behalf. If I get any on your behalf, I'm going to send them over to you because, like I said, it's not my area of expertise. I'm a... I, I'm a seed faith. I go after seed faith yeah. scams. That's like my big thing. End time prophecy. I, I've studied it some, but I'm not an expert. Jackie I studied it. it for 40 years. Yeah. 40 years. And in yeah. this particular part of it for 40 years. Yeah. So yeah. that's if somebody has an area of expertise, then you can learn something from, from uh, that person. So... Well, good to be with you again, Susan. Yeah, um, thanks so much, Jackie. It's always good to be with you. Yeah, always good. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, everybody, that's our program for today. And I hope you all were blessed with some new information and some new things to think about. And, well, some people may be listening today and you say, what about me? I don't, I don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'd like to know him. How, how can I know him? Well, you can ask him to come into your life. Ask him to be your Lord. Ask him to forgive you of your sins, because we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And he's our only hope. He is the Prince of Peace. There will be no peace on the earth until the Prince of Peace comes. He is our hope, and we know that we can have a home in heaven. We know where we can go when we die. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. Where I am, you can be also. And we all know that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin. He he died on the cross. He rose from the dead, and he ascended into heaven in a body. And he sits at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us, and he said he's coming again. And that's a promise, that no matter what we're going through, Jesus is our Savior. God bless you.
it not to me, but in some measure, not to put it too severely, to all of you. For such a one, this punishment by... Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.